Welcome to Indie Radio Newsreel. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for April 22, 2022. Here are the international updates for today. US oil companies seek to restart crude extraction in Venezuela. US oil companies Schlumberge, Halliburton, Baker Hughes and Weatherford International appeal to the US Treasury Department to authorize them to restart oil drilling in this South American country. Their operations in Venezuela were frozen by economic sanctions. The new pump seeks to fill a vacuum left by the ban on Russian energy import after the Ukrainian conflict which prompted oil prices to exceed 100 US dollars per barrel. The re-establishment of operations will rapidly increase Venezuelan oil production capacity beyond 1 million barrels per day after 3 years of recession prompted by the US blockade. Norway apologizes for law that criminalizes homosexuality 50 years later. Norway's government has released a formal apology for the law established 50 years ago which criminalized homosexuality. As a result of the country's penal code, about 119 people were convicted in Norway between 1902 and 1950 for homosexuality. The law was dismissed on April 21, 1972. According to Prime Minister Jonas Gahrstor, gay people have been treated as criminals and prosecuted by the Norwegian authorities, he said. LGBTQ+ activists have appreciated the public apology statement and call for more measures of that kind particularly one intended to ban so-called gay conversion therapy in Norway the recognition of a third gender was also demanded by campaigners and better access to care for transgender people Russia plans to seize southern Ukraine says Russian general Russia aims to seize southern Ukraine and to open a route to the separatist region of Transnistria in Moldova a senior Russian general said Major General Rustam Minekayev specified that Moscow would seek to take full control over the south in addition to the eastern Donbas region, the stated objective of the Russian authorities. Transnistria is a small Russian-backed region that borders Ukraine. It is unclear if General Minekayev's comments were officially sanctioned. Russian defense officials told the BBC's Steve Rosenberg that they were looking into the general's comments, which, if confirmed, offer the first insight into Russia's potential plans in the coming weeks. Taliban orders ban on TikTok and PUBG for misleading youth. The Taliban has ordered a ban on video sharing app TikTok and online multiplayer game PUBG insisting they were leading Afghan youths astray. The militant group said it would also ban TV channels from airing what it deemed as immoral material. It comes after recent bans on music, movies and television soap operas. Taliban spokesman Inamullah Samangni said that the latest ban was necessary to prevent the younger generation from being misled but it is not clear whether the ban will come into place and for how long Mwai Kibaki Kenya's first opposition president dies age 90 Kenyans are expressing a real sense of loss and regard Mr Kibaki as the best president Kenya has had since independence He was a sharp economist who set the country on a path of economic growth. He held a number of senior positions in treasury and government in his political career that spanned decades. Politically, however, he was regarded as a non-confrontational fence-sitter and opportunist. He opposed the introduction of multi-party democracy but jumped shift after the constitution was amended. He then embraced it, formed his own political party and 10 years later went on to win the election as head of an opposition coalition. Now to the national news stories. Modi intervened several times with Putin during war on Ukraine, says PM Johnson. 
underlining that India and UK are sticking together and confronting their shared anxieties about the autocratic coercion around the world. Visiting Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Friday said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi has intervened several times with Russian President Vladimir Putin to ask him what on earth he thinks he is doing and where he thinks this is going. And he also said that what Indians want is peace and the Russians out of Ukraine. Johnson, who spoke at a press conference organized by the British High Commission after the bilateral meeting with PM Modi, steered clear of criticizing India for not condemning Russia's actions. Air City warns of action after passengers get unauthorized newspaper on train. The Indian Railway Catering and Tourism Corporation or IRCTC has warned its contractor of action after passengers on the Bengaluru Chennai Shatabdi Express got complimentary copies of a newspaper carrying headlines such as Genocide of Hindus Sikhs Buddhists under Islamic rule needs to be recognized and UN should label Aurangzeb as perpetrator of holocaust like Hitler The Aryavarth Express is a newspaper published from Bengaluru The licensee PK Shefi told the Indian Express that the paper got circulated as a supplement inserted by the newspaper vendor into the approved newspapers. In response to complaining tweets, the IRCTC responded saying it has taken action. Punjab farmers borrow five times more than counterparts in Maharashtra, says study. An average farmer of Punjab borrows four times the amount than his counterparts in Uttar Pradesh and over five times his counterparts in Maharashtra shows a study conducted by the National Bank for Agriculture and Rural Development or NABARD in collaboration with the Bharat Krishak Samaj on the recent farm loan waivers by the three state governments. The study also revealed that a marginal farmer in Punjab borrows rupees 3.4 lakh annually as compared to rupees 84000 and rupees 62000 in UP and Maharashtra respectively. The study was officially released on Friday. The study revealed that in all the three states together, more than 40% of the very highly distressed surveyed farmers did not receive any farm loan waiver benefits. Stalin seeks full coal quota from PM Modi as opposition corners government over power cuts. At a time when the opposition is attacking the DMK government over the frequent power cuts across the state, Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin wrote to Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Friday demanding his intervention to ensure the supply of 72,000 metric tons of coal per day at Paradeep and Vishakhapatnam ports as per the FSA or Fuel Supply Agreement. Urging PM Modi to direct the Ministry of Coal, Stalin's letter said the state was seeking his urgent assistance to ensure adequate availability of coal for the power generation units in Tamil Nadu. Provision of sufficient coal from Talcher mines in Odisha is vital for the units in our state. In this regard, the current daily receipt of coal for Tamil Nadu's units is only 50,000 metric tons against the requirement of 72,000 metric tons, Stalin's letter said. Hardik Patel gives mixed signal as he praises BJP for very good strategies. Congress's Hardik Patel sends mixed signals as he praises BJP for very good strategies. Days after criticizing the functioning of the Gujarat Congress, Hardik Patel has set off more tremors within the party, suggesting that his options were open and lavishly praising the ruling BJP for its terrific decision-taking leadership. In an interview given to Divya Bhaskar that appeared on Friday, Patel praised the BJP over decisions such as abrogation of Article 317 in Jammu and Kashmir and building of Ram Temple in Ayodhya, adding that he was also a proud Hindu. At a media interaction in Ahmedabad on Friday morning, Hardik again repeated his unhappiness over the state congress's leadership and said he has apprised the party high command about the issues. 
Thank you for listening to Indie Radio News Reel. For more news, audiobooks, and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also, consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.